Hey, it's Sean Casemore here, and today I'm going to share with you a recent discussion I had with a business owner, and specifically about our conversation around details and a clarification I made and a realization that that business owner had following our discussion. So hang on just a minute. The question is, how can entrepreneurs and small business owners grow their business while spending less time working in their business? We'll answer these questions and more right here on the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. Hey, welcome again to another episode of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. You know, as I mentioned, I had a conversation recently with a business owner, and here's what happened. He said to me, he said, Sean, I want you to take care of this because I really have no desire to get involved in the details. I kind of chuckled. The situation was I was working with his sales team on some, uh, some I guess, growth objectives, if you will, to, to make it simple. And when he said that, I kind of laughed because he does care about the details, but the reality is he's too busy to worry about the details. And there's a risk there. And, and I kind of, when I chuckled, I, I returned back to him. I said, well, you do care about the details. You just don't have the du- enough time right now to get involved. And he said, you know what? You're absolutely right. And it struck me that that happens a lot with business owners and entrepreneurs, right? You're really busy. There's a lot of stuff going on at all times. And you're focused to spend your time on the priorities. The problem becomes when something needs to change or improve or be dealt with, you really then have three options. Option one, you do it yourself. And if that's the case, there better be a lot of value in that, right? It better be something that's significant because if you're investing your time in small things, you're taking yourself away. You're cheating yourself out of true business growth and freedom that you really deserve because you're spending your time on the small stuff. And if you have a team of people, you should be probably delegating that. Second option is, of course, delegating. You have one of your employees do it. But again, I hear off times I hear about, well, I won't give it to my employees because they can't do it right or they can't do it the way I want them to do it. And we're going to talk more about that. The third option is you hire it out. In this case, the client has engaged me to help them with kind of overseeing the growth objectives because he knows his time is better spent elsewhere and he's a lot of stuff going on and he needs somebody to oversee the plan that we put together. So let's focus for a minute on number two because really you typically know when you should do it yourself versus the employee should do it. You might decide to do it, but you typically know when, yeah, I really need to focus on this versus I'm going to have to do this because I don't want my employees to, right? There's a difference there. In number three, you're going to invest money when the time is right and it's something that you want support with at a higher level. But number two is the sticking point because if you have employees, You want to be able to delegate to them, right? That's why you hired them. You hired people to be able to help you take care of the stuff that needs to happen. But more often than not, you get stuck in a situation where something comes up that you want to give to somebody. You don't want to spend your time on it, but the person you're going to give it to, are they really the best person to do it? And more importantly, are they going to do it the way you want them to? I wanted to share with you some points that I shared with this business owner about how he could delegate more. Okay. In this case, I was overseeing the project, but there were other things he was stuck doing. And I said, why are you doing that stuff? You shouldn't be doing that. And he says, I can't get my people to do it. They won't do it right. And I said, well, try these three things. And I think you'll find these will work for you as well. Number one, make sure you give clear instructions. Now that might sound silly, 
But more often than not, what do you do? You forward an email with a very brief message and you hope for the best, right? You might not even have high hopes here. But the point is you really should invest the time to sit down with the employee in a non-distracting environment and say, look, I need you to do X. Let me walk you through kind of the highlights or the points that need to be covered here, right? If you're not going to invest the time to give clear instructions in a non-distracting environment, don't expect to see the outcomes that you want. Number two, there should be a check-in. As time progresses, you need to be checking in with your people. It's no different. I'm thinking when I say check-in, I think about boarding a plane because I do that a lot, right? What is check-in? Check-in is really a point at which the airline can ensure everybody is there and is ready to go, has all their baggage, everything lined up so that when the plane lands and unloads and is about to reload, it's a quick thing, right? It happens quickly. You need to do these kind of check-ins with your people. Right? You need to say, okay, so how long do you think it's going to take you? You know, a week, a month, a day, an hour? Okay, let's check in in whatever, half an hour, a couple days, end of the week, right? Because those check-ins are, they serve two purposes. Number one, it's, it allows you to check in on progress and, and add, you know, comments, ideas, thoughts as things progress, right? But also number two, it's for your own sanity because what tends to happen is you forget it. You think it's going to be taken care of. Time goes by, okay, it should be done by now, you go back and it hasn't been started and you freak out, right? So it's it's for your own sanity as well. But those check-ins are important. And last but not least, you got to give the employee some freedom here. If you do delegate and you do give the employee the overarching objectives, you have some check-in points to hear where they're at, to share some ideas, you got to let them do it. You can't be a micromanager because if you start to jump in all the time, well, did you think about this? Did you look at that? Right? What's going to happen? People are not going to want to do these tasks for you. And in fact, I challenge you right now to look around. If you have people that don't step up, it's because you created that environment. Let me say that one more time. It's an important point. If you have people on your team that don't step up to the plate to help out with these extra things that happen, guess who created that environment? You did. By dint of your actions, how you speak to people, what you say, right? Autonomy that you give or don't give, all those things, right? Have an impact on your team. So try those three tips. I think you'll find they're going to be helpful because at the end of the day, here on the the Unstoppable Secrets podcast, we're all about trying to make sure we create more freedom in your business. And one of the ways to do that is to give more autonomy to your people, give more responsibility to them, but also set them up for success. I hope you'll join me on the next episode. And if you'd like to learn more or check out one of our recent blogs, feel free to connect with us online at www.theuenetwork.com. www.theuenetwork.com. Until next time, have a great and profitable day.